Hello, and welcome to the Casino Tears podcast. I'm one of your hosts, 10 Ton is number one, and joining me as my co-host is the one and only Ed Robinson from Roll to Win Craps. If you want more info on our show, please visit our page at casinotears.com. On this week's show, we discuss handles, why craps players have the best names, some classics and their origins, opening day of craps season. We also touch on when Vegas was fun, a quick Italian lesson, the brown water bash, scouting tables, and Ed's Hurricane Sally Caddyshack moment. All right, so Ed, you want to... Uh... We're going to start the next session? The next episodes? Oh, dude, hold on. I'm going to get a coffee right now that's sitting there. Coffee? Yeah, this, coffee. It's like nine. It's like 8.30 there. I'm drinking bourbon. Dude, I got I to gotta tell you. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm like, I've got, I've got like goosebumps up and down my spine. My hair is getting curly like yours. I mean, shit. It's, dude, the opening day of crap season is starting. Do you have your license? I have. No license. I'm going to go strictly rogue and I am ready to go into crap season. The end of February starts crap season for me. Oh, nice, dude. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's always February. February is like the beginning, you know, and this year it's like late February is the beginning day. The opening day, as they say, I've been polishing my nails. I've been keeping them trimmed. I'm going to go get a manicure. Not really, but, you know, practicing like crazy, getting serious about the practice, looking for every little thing that's good with my toss, wrong with my toss. I'm checking my numbers. It's kind of like Santa Claus. You know, you're looking, you know, you're checking it twice and all that shit. Dude, I mean, it's, it's, it's on. Nice. One week. We're one week out from opening day of crap season. So it's like, so crap season is like just past like groundhog day. Yeah. 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 Once, once the groundhog is done, you go, you go, you go straight into crap. Season. I think it goes like, I don't, I don't know when I know groundhog day just happened, right? Did it go groundhog day, Valentine's day, and then craps opening of crap season. That's it. That's it. Perfect. You got it. Okay. And it runs all the way past Turkey day. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. And it's a very long season. It's hard to kill a lot of craps, but you can, if you get a, you know, if you got a big bag, you can bag some craps in a hurry. Put them on the, put them, put them on the roof. You want to, you want to come out strong, dude. I had such a practice session today. I've had two practice sessions today. Nice. If I'm like getting antsy. Getting, yeah, primed. Where is the opening day of craft season? The festivities will occur this year in Biloxi, Mississippi, where we're, we're coming in during Lent, which is an odd time, but you know, I've been there on at the end of Mardi Gras and that's a fun time too, but you know, there's going to be a little more subdued since it's Lent, Yeah, but not at the craps table. Craps table is never subdued. No, I, I mean, we're, do you, uh, we got so many, we have got so freaking many people coming in so many people. I think actually. So is this a gathering? To be honest, yeah, kind of. You know, Heavy has a class down there, and the, and so the class is going to be the, this first class is the kickoff. Nice. And he's got eh, in the neighborhood of eighteen or twenty students showing up for the class. That's legit. I'm not involved with the. I'm not involved with the class, but me and Gargoyle are going to run by there. They don't know it yet. 
we're going to run by there right before lunch and make an appearance and do a little hands-on coaching with some guys, go to lunch, and then Gargoyle and I are going back to the tables. And we have a private table lined up for Sunday night. I mean, I'm, I mean, this, this dude, this is going to be fun. Nice. And this, this episode will air after. Right after. Just right after. Yeah. So we can say, so where, where are you staying? Oh, I'll be at the hard rock. I always stay at the hard rock. It's the rocking place. I love oh, their nice. tables. I love their tables. There's plenty of restaurants. The comps are very good. I've got a great, gorgeous host. All my hosts are gorgeous. Nice. Wherever I go, all my hosts are gorgeous. Nice. Nice. People will be staying at different places, but I'm staying at the Hard Rock. Most of us will be. Probably hitting, going to hit over 20 people. Probably be down there, right? Easy. Probably 26. Damn. Okay. I mean, we can easily fill two tables. And then there's no telling because, I mean, people have been asking and asking and asking, are you going to be in Biloxi? Are you going to be in Biloxi? And then, I mean, it's been on Facebook and all this. And I just don't answer, mm. but you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want them to show up and may not be there or them show up because I'm there. I want them to show up for one, for why they show up, whatever that reason is. And there's a tunica trip calling it the, uh, big muddy meetup in tunica late, late in April. Oh, okay. So we got two announcements then. Yeah, then the Brown Water Bash will be somewhere in June. That's down in Biloxi again. No, the Brown. Yeah, nice Brown Water Bash. The Brown Water Bash. I mean, that's classic. You should have bands there. That would be bands. Oh, I, don't, I meant the Hard Rock. I don't need a band. They got the band. Okay, let's talk about what I really wanted to talk about, dude. Because I'm so excited. The handle. Crap sandals, man. Yeah. Well, you got to think back. I mean. In the world of dice influence and craps play and dice influence in its infancy, most of the play was either in two places. There were only really two places back then, uh, Las Vegas or Atlantic City. Yeah. Okay. So who owned those casinos? My people. Your people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Italiano. Oh, Ed, here's an interesting fact. Sorry, but do you know that the word casino in Italian actually means two things? It's I have no idea. Yeah, like I fucked up. I fucked up. You say "ho fatto un casino." Really? Yeah, that means you got to teach me that word. Teach me that phrase. Say it again, real quick. "Ho fatto un casino." Right. And so you say casino. casino. It means I fucked up. Yeah. Made a mess, basically. I can say that a lot. Casino. They put the accent on the O and it means casino. But if they put it like a Z, casino, spelled the same way, it just means like I fucked up, basically. Pretty cool, huh? Okay. Casino. Yeah. Casino. So the Italians uh, and the mafia controlled Vegas. And yeah, but those, those, you know, I'll be honest with you. That's when Vegas was fun. That's when, that's when you could go and have a blast and you could win and you got treated well, you could lose and you got treated well. Uh, you got cops. I mean, they didn't want, they didn't, they didn't want you spending money on rooms and, and stakes and all those things. They wanted you to gamble. So they, they would comp you and give you all kinds of things back then. That was, that was the swinging great days of casino life. I'm, I'm bummed. I missed all that. Oh, it's all gone. 
it's all corporate bullshit now. I mean, that would have been fun to experience that, but I, you know what? I bet there were a lot of great nicknames floating around those casinos, right? Well, yeah, right. the internet was new. All right, we're going way back. We're going back 23, 25 years back when there was, you know, like message boards were like the, the thing. You've got mail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not you've got mail, but like the old, let's make a post and people would reply to it on some kind of forum based yeah. Yeah. kind of a thing. So anyway, everybody was afraid to use their real names. They didn't want anybody in case the casinos were, were sneaking in and checking things out. They didn't, you know, so they all used handles just like an old CB handle, like Smokey or Bandit. But why? Like, why Why didn't they want them? Because they thought... They didn't want it because they were good. They were really, really good at their craft. And they did not want to get extra heat or be banned from the casino. Yeah, man. See, that's like the how times have changed. That's cool, though, that you said extra heat makes it sound... <laughs> a good movie too there's heat and then there's extra heat yeah dude and back then extra heat extra heat could lead you to the desert i feel like sometimes it became more adversarial with players and the casino now it's totally different well i don't know i don't know that it is really it's still adversarial in a way i think but back then it was more the players were concerned that nobody knew who they were mm. And so when you even, when you went to, a, even if you knew a person's name, you did not use their name. You used their handle. You called them. Give me some, give, give me, give me some good ones. Come on. Well, I mean, which one? <laughs> Dude, come on. We've, Debbie. we've already got, okay. We've got heavy. That's a great one. That's solid, man. Heavy. Well, heavy, heavy, heavies was natural. That came from his stature and his size. Okay. And he, he readily admits that. So I'm not going to, I'm not breaking any rules there. Uh, there was way back. There yeah, was Howard rock and roller. He didn't want his last name used. So he went to rock and roller because, you know, and he's got great, a great history. Anybody who's in the craps world knows Howard rock and roller is one of the classic all time, uh, shooters that there is. And he was in a band. He played rock music. He's an artist. He's got, he's had, he's had, uh, his paintings sold in, in museums and, or not in museums, but in art galleries in New York. Um, he was in commercials back in the day. He was an actor. He was even an actor on some TV shows back in, back in the day. A big, oh. tall, handsome guy. He was, I could, if, if I showed you clips. Oh, what, what, what TV show? Ooh, I'm, he was a cop. What TV show? That'd be amazing. He played a cop in one. I'm trying to think if it might have been. I can't remember the name of the show right offhand, but I remember the commercials too. I mean, there was an old commercial where he was doing a hand polish on a on a red Corvette and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there was all kind of things that, that Howard did, but nobody knew his last name because he went by Howard Rock and Roller. Hey, Howard, by the way, so I know Howard. Howard is a one of the, just a nice, nice human being, uh, actually, he's just a sweetheart. And listen, this guy, I've told you this, Ed, when I saw his throw and he shoots, it was from uh stick left one. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was the first time when I saw 
two dice that look like they were stuck together, were rotating in the air in slow motion. And I was actually amazed. I'm like, wow, that was a moment. Howard's a good guy. Yeah. I remember, I remember playing with Howard and I remember the first time I played with him down in Biloxi too. And then I was fortunate enough to help be an assistant coach. If you want to call it that, uh, at one of the, at one of the classes down in Biloxi several years ago with heavy and Howard, they would do a, a, a dual, uh, class. Yeah. At the same time, same location, different tables, that kind of thing. Who else was there? <laughs> Who else was there? Yeah. Give me someone else. Come on. Uh, 220 inside. 220 inside. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. He used to be 22 inside, but they raised the limits on him. Um, that's solid. Oh, I can tell you, uh, the cleaner. Oh, the cleaner dude. What a, that is a, uh, that's a good name, man. The cleaner. Oh, the cleaner, the cleaner is passed away. He died actually one year ago this month. Oh man. I was actually, I was actually in a casino when I got word and I was in Biloxi, uh, this time last year on opening day when, when I got word that he had passed that day. RIP the cleaner, man. That's yeah. So, but he was, he was, the cleaner was so much fun and nobody was ever, nobody was ever more positive than the cleaner at the table or in life. So why was the cleaner called the cleaner? Dude, the cleaner like has a lot of like, you know, when you have a cleaner, they usually come up and get rid of dead bodies. Well, no, he was, he owned a large company. He was a self-made millionaire kind of a guy and he owned a large company that owned uh, that ran a cleaning service for corporations <laughs> so it was pretty like and then he then he had then he had um uh, i think like franchises or something too for the for the brand of that cleaning service well you know he was he was a great guy i loved him to death he used to call me once a week he would call me once a week. He'd watch my videos and call me and say, where'd you get that set from? That's why he talked. Where'd you get that set? Where'd you get that? Set? That's not the set I use. I use this. I said, yeah, he would always fussing at me. And he'd go, but man, I gotta tell you, that's one of the best sets I, shots I've ever seen. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he'd just go on and on. We would talk for hours and I'd be, I just hold the phone away from my ear and I'd be doing something else. And I'd come back and I'd say, yeah, okay. And he'd just keep talking. But I have a, I have a, a plaque on my wall over here that he sent me one day. He sent it to my office and it was from a session that we were at and he had tracked all of my roles. And not only had he tracked all of my roles, he had tracked the betting progressions that I used on those roles. And it's a 62 roller it's sitting over there on, on, on it's hanging on my wall right now. On a freaking envelope, man, that would be the cleaner the, or the tracker, but any the tracker dude. Yeah. But he, but he, but he, he cut a couple of pictures out of me, blah, blah. He made it nice. And then he signed it. Ed, I have just witnessed one of the best roles I've ever seen. How did he sign it? Did he sign the cleaner? He signed it the cleaner. Oh, hell yeah. Dude. And I've got it hanging on my wall. Nice dude. I'll, I'll never part with it. I mean, it came into my office one day, totally unexpected. But he would call me during the day or he would call me at night at least once a week. Who else, dude? Give me some more. We're going to have so many episodes about nicknames. Well, I mean, there's the Mad Professor. 
Yep, Mad Professor. I don't know the Mad Professor. The Mad Professor and Debbie Soft Touch were kind of. Oh, oh dude, <laughs> hold on. Hold the phone. Okay. You just mentioned quite possibly one of my favorite handles that I've ever heard. And I, I first heard this after that Cromwell and Bellagio session with Pappy and Bo. And Bo yeah. was talking and he said, Debbie Soft Touch. And I yeah. died. <laughs> I love it. Tell me about yeah, Debbie. Yeah, she was, she's a friend of Bo's. I think she still lives in Las Vegas, by the way. She still owns uh, a couple of the old craps uh, websites, I think. And her heavy Bo, the dice coach, as we call him, and the mad professor. They were all played together, worked together. That's one of the crews then, I guess, one of the original. That was kind of a crew, yeah. And then you could throw in Irish Setter. That's solid. That's a cool name, huh? Isn't that a cool name? Irish Setter. Yeah, Irish Setter. But Debbie Soft Touch, oh my God. I know. She was, you know, that, that's a great name. And she was, a, she was a beautiful player, beautiful lady. Yes, absolutely. What a name. Irish Setter is a cool one. That is, that's cool, man. Yeah, he had a little bit of a Irish attitude, <laughs> you know. I mean, he was. I always got along with Irish on the boards. I never had an opportunity. Let me make this clear to our people and to them if they're listening. I never played with Debbie. I never played with Irish. So, I know of them. I know about them. I've even seen some of Irish setters' uh, toss books. Nice. Yeah, you know what? These uh these handles, these are like they're so amazing. It's like the old pool hustlers, you know? It's like Minnesota fats. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. A handle, a handle will help you become like infamous. Well, I mean, it 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 protects your privacy but yet makes you famous at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Okay, Debbie Soft Touch, probably in my life. That's my top top 10. It's hilarious and the Irish setter solid, dude. You said so. Who else you've had? Um, South Shore Swami. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's a good he's one. He's still he's still out there. Irish is still out there. I, I, Irish lives out west. He still plays. He's not really part of an ongoing group, as far as I know. But Irish is still out there. South Shore is kind of retired. South Shore used to be one of those guys that would hang from a helicopter onto the high voltage power lines to to check the connections and all that stuff oh that was his job that was his job yeah he lived dangerously very wow very and then there was roadrunner roadrunner nice roadrunner roadrunner was uh he lived he had two places he had a big place in uh, i think in Air phoenix or somewhere in arizona and then he had a multiple craps hacienda in nevada how do you get the name Roadrunner, though? I don't really know how he being him. I guess it was because he was from the desert all the time. Yeah, I know. That kind of makes sense. I like that. I like that. So, Ed, yeah. this crew, all these names, these are pretty, these are like an old, more the old school, the old guard on this and the Vegas side, correct? Not necessarily over on the, uh, on the uh, AC side. Well, I mean, they would go to the East Coast. I mean, it's not like, dominator dominator was you know i mean you can check him out on the history channel his story yeah i mean that yeah obviously he's uh 
of all that. I mean, that's the East Coast, but you know, 220 insides from the East Coast. So do you know any of those, like that whole East Coast crew? I know a few. With the Dominator? And... I know a few. Yeah, there was Jerry Stickman or Stickman. Stickman, yeah. Yeah, he was long and tall and lanky and he was just called Jerry Stickman. His first name was Jerry. They called him Jerry Stickman. Nice. Um, there was shoot it all. I mean, good God. I mean, dude, there was so many. I have to, I have to go back into my archives and look them up for another, for, an, for another part two on. There, we're going to end up with part five of these because we're going to go into like current, current handles. Yeah. I mean, some of my favorite ones today would be, I mean, there's banker dude. Banker dude. That's, and is dude part of that banker dude? I don't know. That's just part of it. Banker dude. I mean, that's just nice. Name. Nice. Yep. I mean, he's just banker dude, right? It's meta. Yeah. I mean, I know who, I know his name. I know who he is. Oh, dude, dude, we, we're missing mudslide. Mudslide Mac. I talked to mudslide the other night and he's going to come on our show and, and tell you about his handle. It's a, it's solid. Mudslide Mac has a solid, solid handle with the two M's. Yeah. I mean, it's a powerful handle. Mudslide Mac. Yeah, he's, he's even got his own dice with him on there. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm, I'm terribly jealous. I don't have a pair of Mudslide Mac. Hey, Mudslide, if you're listening, I don't have any of your dice. And it's a cool name. Yeah, it is a cool name. But it's, you know, I mean, because when I think of Mudslide, I think of the drink. It's got nothing to do with that. Because I had that conversation with him about three or four nights ago, actually. I Yeah, I just think of this big Mudslide that you're just like going to crush the table. You know, roll over the table. Yeah, that has a, that has a little bit to do with his name. You mentioned this. Oh, there's one other guy that you've talked about, which I like. Aloha Johnny. Aloha that's a good, Johnny. That's a good. Aloha one. Johnny is a fine man. He's probably one of the best. If you had children and you had sons, you'd want them to be Aloha Johnny. It, okay, is he Hawaiian? Is that why he's no? Got, no. Okay. No. 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 Work up. He used to stay. At the cow, he and his wife, he and, he and his wife used to go, they'd go to Vegas all the time. Uh, he actually owns a place in Vegas now, but, um, they would go and play at the cow, California. And when you drive in to their parking deck, it says Aloha because they cater to all the people from Hawaii. So the Hawaiians, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he needed a handle. And he was always staying at the cow. And he says, I'll just be Aloha Johnny. I mean, it, it works. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a great name. Everybody, I mean, they're all great. I don't know of a bad one out there. I feel I feel like maybe for any new person th that's starting to learn how to play craps, you should just also simultaneously start thinking about what your handle's going to be. Well, if you go to a class, let's, for example, if you go to a class like with Heavy, even today, he automatically has a column for you to have a handle. That is just so cool. And if you don't have one, he'll give you one. That yeah, that would be that would be cool. All of a sudden you're just given a nickname or given a handle. Yeah, if you don't have your own, he's gonna give you one. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Ed, we gotta talk about handles again. Uh that that was awesome. I'll be playing with a bunch of guys with handles this weekend. Man, I'm so fired up about i I am so fired up about the start of crap season. It's not it's, 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 it's just, I've got the jitters. You got me fired up about the start of crap season. I mean, it's the start. I mean, you live in, you live in the heartthrob of Vegas, but where I'm from, this is opening day is approaching. 
yeah, I wish I could be there, man. That's going to be exciting. Well, I have the Wizard of Oz there. Dude, the Wizard of the Wizard of Oz. Oz O Z. Who is that? That's that's another handle. He's going to be there. Is he short? Or well, how'd he get that name? Uh, yeah, I know exactly that guy's name, but I can't. I mean, we just call him Oz. Nice. We just call him Oz. He's going to be there. Rock's going to be there. Two twenty inside's going to be there. Gargoyle's going to be there. Heavy's going to be there. I don't know. There's a bunch. We're, I mean, we're going to have probably, I, there's going to be over 20. We could fill up two tables and have people standing in line to get on the table. Dude, I was, by the way, I was thinking about gargoyle. That's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good handle because it's, it's one of those handles that just, it's outside the box for sure. Yeah. And it, he spells it differently or in wrong and wrong as well. It's G A R G O I L like all. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, Dude, I'm 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 going in Thursday. I'm going to start playing craps Thursday night. I'll play a hand or two, call it, go to the bar. Friday morning, I'll get up, be at the tables by seven a.m. No later than. Uh, me and Gargoyle will be there. We'll warm up up at the Hard Rock. Then we'll go play at a couple of other casinos. We go meet over at Heavy's bunch. You know, Heavy rents out a dealer school. Okay, nice down there. And yeah, um, the dealer school has three tables, so he'll have three coaches running. And then we're going to stop in and help out and throw our two cents worth in and have lunch with everybody there. And and then Gargoyle and I will go back out with whoever's not in the class. Then Friday night, then, then, you know, then Saturday night, I mean, you know, well, that's Friday. No, that's right. I'm wrong. We're going to have Friday. We're going to have Friday all day. Then we'll have a big meetup. We'll have a big meetup and lots of drinks and, and, and getting to know everybody and sit around and talk on Friday night. Yeah. And, and, and they'll open up a couple of crafts tables and I'll probably be standing there, you know, twiddling my thumbs, waiting on them to finish counting the bank so I can know how much money I can take with me. Nice. Nice. See, I can't play those super long sessions. You play, you're like marathon, man. You play some long ass sessions. Dude. Yeah. I will play from seven o'clock in the morning. I'll break for lunch. I'll break for lunch. We'll break for an hour or two. We'll scout out some, really what we're going to, here's how you do it. Here's how you really do it. Okay. We will start scouting tables at seven o'clock or so Friday morning. And what do you mean by this is something that we would end? This is important. This is an important piece. Yeah. Scouting tables. Scouting a table. What is scouting a table? Yes. Me and two or three other guys will go play and we'll throw, we'll play two or three short hands a piece. Yep. And say, okay who did well on this table? What position did you do well from this table? And did we win or did we lose? Yep. Right. And we'll kind of talk about it. We'll just, you know, we automatically know going in, we're going to do two or three th tosses a piece and we're done. Yeah. And then we'll figure out, okay, do we come back? So we put it on our no fly zone or we put it on our, on our definitely we will be back list oh okay yeah right? so you know so some of the tables in biloxi will have the bonus bets and some will not we don't care 
we like the bonus, but we don't care. We're going to earn our money either way if we win. Yep, debatable on my end. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I love the bonus bets. Yeah. And you like them. I love them. But, and we all, and, and trust me, all all people who are part of the DI community love the bonus bets. But we also like good tables. That's true. So if we can get good rolls on regular tables, the bonus, if it were there, and that's just like you said, collateral say, damage. Yeah. Because I always say you make your money by hitting the box numbers. You make your wage, you make your living, you make your money by hitting the box numbers. And the bonus is nothing but a bonus. But that's going to be a lot. Then we're going to probably have an episode about the bonus. I've got a lot of strong opinions about the bonus. Well, I do too. And I love it. So anyway, we will go play all of them and we will try to try. We'll try to find ones that we feel like are advantageous to our play. Yep. And then we will work those tables. And then by Monday, when I let, I mean, remember I'm coming in Thursday, Thursday. And then you're doing the recon, right? Yeah. Do the recon. Yeah. A little more recon, and and on Saturday we'll do a little more recon, a little more confirmation of the recon. Yeah. And then Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, and Monday morning, buddy, we're in there for business. Nice. Yep. And then grinding it out. I was there, gosh, it was 2020 or 2021. I can't remember, but Hurricane Sally was bearing down upon the coast. And... We had a good crew. We had a great crew of shooters coming in. They were there. I mean, they were there. Nice. And the winds are blowing. Hurricanes coming in. Hurricanes coming in. Ships. And all of a sudden on Sunday. And going in your pockets. Everybody is flying out. They're scattering to the north wind. I mean, they're scattering everywhere. They're trying to get on flights. They're driving to New Orleans instead of Biloxi to get on a plane. They're trying to get the heck out of there. Not me. I'm staying. Staying with Sally. I'm staying. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, staying for Sally. I am not leaving these casinos. I get up on, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's out there on the coast on Monday morning, and I'm sitting there going, I'm looking at it, and I'm going, you know, this damn thing's fixed to hit Biloxi and not go where they said it was going yesterday. Uh, this sounds like, this reminds me of Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? You oh, stay yeah. He's having the the you know the round of his life in the in the in the storm. That's you, Ed, right there. Yeah, we were we were. I mean, we killed it. We killed it. Banker dude was there. Two twenty was inside there. Darth Nader was in there. I mean, we had all these great shooters, man. Oh, dude, totally, totally. We didn't even mention Darth Nader. Darth Nader, the Lord of the Dark Side. Oh, that's a good name, dude, and a good tagline too. Yeah, Darth Nader. Yeah, Darth Nader, great coach, great player, takes it extremely seriously, more serious than I do. Man, I'm glad we got that name in there. I'm glad we're giving Darth Nader his due right now. Darth Nader, Darth Nader is a great guy. I was chatting with him last week. He was listening to the podcast. That's a great handle. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and he's he's not. He lives in. He has a Vegas home, but he's he's living in another state and far east from Las Vegas right now. So I have, I've never met the Lord of the dark side. <laughs> Is that Darth Nader's zone? Huh? Yes. Yes. He inhabits the dark side. Okay. Yeah. 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 
he's the Lord of the dark side, but he can, he can shoot as good as anybody. I mean, he's great. He's a great coach. He's, he's the, he's, I'll be honest with you. He's the best person on teaching you the proper grip and working with your grip that I've ever seen. I mean, he'll, he shoots from straight out. And and if I'm down at the hook beside him, for example, yeah, he'll be coaching me on my grip at the end of, at the end of a hand. He'd be like, nice. You'd be like your, your thumbs wrong. Nice. The constant coach. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he watches your grip. He watches your shot. You know, he's a conservative better. He's not as aggressive as I am, but he keeps, keeps it very much under control. It would be amazing if his voice actually sounded like Darth Vader's nothing voice. Nothing like nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Nothing like, Ed, yeah. Fix your grip. Yeah. Ed, fix your grip now. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, he's a good guy. Love him to death. New dad. Bless his heart. Yeah. I got, I got to meet him. Anyway. We're, all those guys are flying out and I'm trying to hang. I mean, I'm not supposed to leave till Tuesday morning. How long does it take you to drive there? Four hours, five, it's about five, four and a half, five hours. That's like LA to Vegas, man. Four and a half. Yeah. I'm like, we got this hurricane bearing in and I'm staying at the Beau Rivage and I'm like, Oh yeah. Back to Sally. Yeah. Sally's 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 turning. She's not heading West. She's turning North. And Biloxi is in the bullseye zone when I get up and I'm like, this isn't good. So I go downstairs. What, what, what else are you going to do? You're going to go downstairs. There's hardly anybody at the tables. I play craps. Yep. And I start talking to the dealers and I said, okay, tell me about what's going to happen. What's going to happen when Sally comes in, if she comes in in Biloxi and they go, well, I think they said, uh, hurricane level two or higher they closed the casino mm. okay she was like a four right then or something so i'm like, I'm like okay so about 10 o'clock that morning i went ahead and loaded up and checked out and headed north in the driving rain i mean it was <laughs> hurricane winds are coming in the rain's going sideways and i'm trying to head north yeah but you left with a pocket full of chips i left with a backpack full of cash nice dude Nice. But that trip, that, that trip, we were all honed in. And I was like, I swear, I think that hurricane cost me a lot of money. Who knows where it could have went? Maybe it just came at the right time. You know, I mean, that's, you're up big. Well, you can, you, that doesn't make me feel any better. After all these years, I still don't feel any better. At least you let, you left up. You left up. I left way up. Yeah. Way up. And which is always good. Yeah, man. Sometimes you stay at the table too long. Who knows what would have happened? Well, the time at the table is not your friend. I can promise you that. No, that guy Caddyshack, he got, he got electrocuted. You could have. Thank God, Ed. You didn't like win another like ten thousand more and have a heart attack. Thank God. Well, I called my I called my buddy of mine on the way home and told him. I said, if anything happens to me, make sure nobody gets my backpack. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll tell all of your fellow craps playing friends about it. Please follow Casino Tears on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please rate it five stars and leave a review. The best and most fun way to contact us would be to call and leave a message on our official Casino Tears vent line, 229-NO7. You can also email us at no7 at casinotears.com. New episodes drop weekly every Tuesday. And lastly... To help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash casino tears. 
On behalf of Roll to Win Craps from Alabama and 10 Ton is Number One from Las Vegas, thanks for listening. <laughs>